The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 704 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. What's going on, everyone? Happy Thirsty Thursday. We are another day closer to a big NFL and college football weekend. And you know what, guys? I got good news and bad news from last night. Again, what do you want? The good news or bad news first? I actually have a lot to get to today. I have a seven-pack, and I have a lot of odds and ends to give you some updates here, some things going on at VEASAN uh, that might interest you, as well as some things that are going on in the world of uh, American sports betting legalization. So a lot to talk about today. But the good news, bad news, bad news? Last night it happened again. A really great start, and then our last, uh, you know, two three plays there all end up ended up losing for us. Uh, but four and five minus one point seven seven units yesterday. Uh, Miami Ohio was a nice one. Uh, that was a really sharp play in college football. So we started our, our night off pretty well there. Uh, it actually flipped to a pick'em or even minus one Miami Ohio. So boy, did we nail that one. Got Miami Ohio at plus one and a half or plus one. Uh, we saw dogs. I think Maction Dogs did it again. What were they? Uh, I guess, you know, pick them depending on the number. It's hard to grade the Miami, Ohio one because some books were plus one, minus one, pick them. Uh, the one that I'm kicking myself for is Western Michigan, Central Michigan. I didn't play that total, but it was a 12 to 10 game and it opened at 50, got down to uh, 49, 48 and a half, something like that. But either way, we did get Miami, Ohio. We got Arizona State, where my Ken Palm sound the alarm backers at. Uh, Maureen Chase, I know you're on that one, Maureen. Uh, but that was a, a classic example of Ken Palm having a team winning outright, whereas in the market they were a dog. And remember, we got uh, Arizona State, I believe, at plus five. They closed plus three and a half, so Arizona State came through. 
Harvard on the money line. That is why you money line, because if you laid the points, you would have lost, but Harvard won it by one point, so that's why I always money line short favorites. Then the one that we didn't have to sweat at all, Texas Longhorns. Hook them. Hook them bigly, and I mean bigly. Paper Tiger, uh, Gonzaga, which, again, proved to me last night that they're a team that yeah, when you're uh, you know a fifth grader beating up on fourth graders and third graders at the uh, at the school recess, uh, you look pretty good. But when you have to face another fifth grader, or sixth grader, you're going to be taken down there. So again, Gonzaga uh, had a sharp move there toward Texas and were able to bet against a popular Zags play. So uh, good hit there with the Longhorns. The ones that annoyed me, St. Louis under again. This is me. You know the you know the gif of um, Homer Simpson's dad walking in the bar, putting his hat. Uh, like on the hanger and then walking right back out of the bar. That's me betting NHL totals. I swear to God, I am ice cold. And I, I, I always realize, like, no wonder I never bet totals. That was an under six, close five and a half beat the closing line. What happens? They score seven goals. So uh, I will no longer be betting totals. Probably should have learned my lesson. Idaho was a no-show uh, in college basketball. That might have been the worst performance of basketball if you uh, had, had to gouge your eyes out watching Idaho uh, late night. And then really, you know, four and two going into the, the late night slate. Fresno uh, ended up blowing it for us. Golden State Warriors blew it. We got Golden State at, what, money liner on minus one. They end up going to, like, minus two. And then Edmonton Oilers losing to the, uh, the, the Los Angeles Kings. So uh, kind of a tough late night end to the night. But either way, we're going to grind and get back into it. So that's the bad news, four and five, minus 1.77 units. But you know what the good news is? Did anyone pay attention? I tweeted a few of these out. Did anyone pay attention to the MLB awards given out last night? Guys, bankroll management. Uh, is, is critical here. But when you're trying to build your bankroll, to me, you look at futures as like a little sweetener, something to file away if you feel like you have an edge. And, you know, our edge is obviously, you know, low bets, higher dollars, line movement, looking at where the market is going. We've used that to cash Marcus Smot, Defensive Player of the Year, Jokic, a lot of these different awards that we've had. Uh, but we did it again, MLB. So it was a down night with our bets last night, but it was a pretty good night uh, for the crew for our MLB futures bets. So I think with futures, a lot of times you say, Hey, it's going to take me forever to cash this thing. I want instant gratification. I'm not willing to wait that long. I don't want to tie up my bankroll that long. But if you win, you win. You can pay me today or six months from now, you're still going to pay me. So I actually love betting some of these futures and having something to look forward to later in the year. Because like baseball, no one's talking about baseball. I know it's free agency coming up here. Will, the, will my uh, Red Sox re-sign Xander Bogarts? I don't know. Where's Aaron Judge going to go? I don't know. Uh, but we did get some great news in our futures market last night because we had four huge hits. How about Julio Rodriguez, Rookie of the Year? Uh, I remember specifically doing a Betting Across America, RIP Betting Across America, but it was me, Pritch, and Adam Burke, and I was saying, hey, Julio Rodriguez is running away with this thing. He's minus 400. Is there still value, or is the value now gone? Well, not on the Market Insights pod. We had him at, I got him at minus 275, big number, but what happened? Just as we thought, he ended up closing off the board, minus 1,000, minus 2,000. So Julio Rodriguez, I know it was kind of a, a hefty number there, but we got Julio Rodriguez, Rookie of the Year. Uh, we also got Michael Harris. That one was a big one because Michael Harris, it was basically Spencer Strider for much of the year. Harris made a big push late. I got uh, Michael Harris when I noticed a good bet discrepancy from BetMGM at plus 105. He ends up winning Rookie of the Year in the NL, so we got Michael Harris. And then a couple great pitchers. The big one, the big boy, Justin Verlander. I got Verlander at plus 175. He ends up closing uh, as a huge favorite, ends up winning the Cy Young. Obviously, we'll see where he goes in the offseason. Yankees or Dodgers, I'm sure one of the big market teams. What about what about the Philadelphia Phillies? How about you sign Verlander Phillies? Wouldn't that be cool, Dave Dombrowski? Uh, but anyway, Verlander comes through. Uh, with a huge data-driven play, and I specifically remember another day uh, where it was McClanahan and Verlander, like both plus 250 or something, uh, or McClanahan might have been the, the, the slight favorite, and uh, Josh Towers, our guy, 
and he was n- just totally nailed this one. He was saying, hey, McClanahan's got great numbers, but he's a young pitcher who's going to get limited. Uh, not like you're a sharp getting limited by the books, but uh, the Tampa Bay Rays organization saying, hey, we're not going to trot you out uh, every five days and, and kill your arm here. So the horse, Verlander, was the play. Verlander comes through for the Cy Young. And then also, Sandy Alcantara. I got Alcantara minus 135. Alcantara wins the Cy Young as well. So 4-1 and one with our futures. The only one I lost, I personally bet Otani when it was kind of a pick em there against Judge, then Judge absolutely went off. So I lost my Otani future. But uh, where my Verlander, Alcantara, Cy Young award winners at, Julio Rodriguez, Michael Harris. Again, uh, not a great night with our plays, 4-5, and five, minus 1.77 units last night. But because of those MLB futures, still turn a profit overall. So, again, don't roll your eyes at futures bets. They're really, really important. They can help you build your bankroll. Yes, you have to tie up your money for quite a long time. But when you cash it, you wake up today, your sportsbook account looks a little bit fatter. So that is nice. Uh, nice, nice with our futures bet. So great MLB futures bet night. Turning our attention to today. I have one Thursday night football bet for you. I have two bets in the NHL tonight, and I am on the topic of futures after we just crushed our MLB futures. I got two NHL futures bets for you. Someone who's going to win MVP and someone who's going to win the Norris Trophy, the best defenseman. So got another fresh batch of data from BetMGM. I'll give you those numbers. Same you know philosophy that we've used to cash these other bets here with these futures prices. Uh, I also have one bet in the NBA, and then I have three bets in college basketball, and then I have one bet in college football that kind of, I'm surprised I didn't notice it till now, but a really, really sharp contrarian dog to fave line move so a lot to get to on today's pod episode 704 i told you i had some random housekeeping things i wanted to share with you uh so the first one is congratulations to the great state of maryland the great state of maryland uh just announced today uh came out uh, you know from different reporters and now it's definitely official but uh they're gonna launch legalized sports betting on the 23rd so the day before thanksgiving so if you live in maryland congratulations you do what do you do in maryland do crab cakes and football well now you're going to do sports betting so i always get excited when a new state goes legal because hey it should be legal around the country you want to bet on sports you should bet on sports and we should use those tax dollars and revenue to pave that road and help education and do whatever to help us all so people are going to bet no matter what uh again if they want to just like they're going to probably buy alcohol or do other things so why not tax it regulate it again this is i'm I'm beating a, a dead horse here uh but it's great Great to see Maryland about to go live. If you live in Maryland, congratulations. You'll be able to place your first bet on Thanksgiving Eve. The other thing I want to mention was bets giving. This just came out. Uh, it's been in the works. I've been, uh, management's kind of been, uh, you know, talking to us about it at VEASAN. But do you guys remember when we did the uh, MLB betting pentathlon? It was during kind of the, the dog days during the all-star break. Well, we're doing it again. The VEASAN bets giving. So VEASAN bets giving, it's going to be a friendly competition between all the different people at VEASAN. And the lines just came out. And you know what your boy is at? Your boy is at plus 1,500. Come on, man. No respect. Uh, but here are the numbers uh, to win it. Their odds are, are from Circa. I don't know if Derek, Steven actually, Derek Stevens actually set these numbers. But follow the money. I would agree. They're the favorite. Uh, Mitch and Polly in the morning, they're plus 700. A numbers game. Gills plus 950. Matty Humans and JVT plus 1100. Lombardi line and VEASAN prime time plus 1200. Final countdown in Adam Burke plus 1300. The Pro Football Podcast, my guy Danny Burke plus 1400. Your boy and then VEASAN big bets both plus 1500. Dave Tooley plus 1600. Now that's criminal. Dave Tooley is sharp as a tack. He, he's uh, someone I consider a mentor. So plus 1600 for Dave Tooley. That's pretty damn good. Uh, the Pro Football Blitz plus 1750. 
Meeson live bet tonight and Steve Mackinnon plus 1,800. I think Steve Mackinnon, that number is too big too. Uh, could be some value there. Live bet Saturday plus 1,900. The Greg Peterson experience plus 2,000. And Bill Adi, my guy, who hired me at VEASAN and gave me my big break at VEASAN plus 2,000. So just something to you know chew on. You're probably going to see this take over Twitter. There's going to be a lot of, uh, I don't know, uh, friendly uh, friendly competition here on Twitter. Uh, but we are going to do our bets giving. So stay tuned. There's different things like one day you got to bet. You know, a college day, a total of spread. Then you got to bet an NHL, an NBA, a football. So there's going to be, and also the World Cup. The World Cup's going to be part of it too. And I, I am kind of honing in on my, uh, my, my bet there to win the World Cup. So either way, guys, uh, Maryland's going legal, and we have a big competition at Vison, the Vison bets giving. So stay tuned, and your boy plus fifteen hundred. Come on, man, no respect. But anyway, guys, a lot to get to on a big thirsty Thursday. Let's start off with. Thursday night football. Uh, before we do, actually, I almost I was so excited to talk Tennessee and Green Bay. I forgot our housekeeping. Really quick, sign up for the Visa newsletter, Visa.com slash newsletter. Wake up every day to great sports betting information. All of our articles will be listed there. Uh, we let off today with some great information as well as will the Buffalo game be moved? And I actually tweeted something out uh, that Buffalo Bills number um, based on that crazy crazy weather forecast. And I tweeted out, hey. It opened 47 and a half. It's down to, I actually ticked up yesterday. It was down to 41 and a half. Now it's up to 42. Um, but is there still value? Do you want to still take the under? Do you lay off because it moved too much? Uh, should you buy low, take the over? It was kind of interesting. It was like 33% on each option there. So I thought that was kind of cool. But either way, updates on that crazy storm in Buffalo. Uh, you also get uh, promos for legal sports books. Take advantage. They want your business. You want to shop for the best line. Uh, so sign up for the newsletter every day. Wake up to great sports betting content and information. Veasan.com slash newsletter. Then if you want to take that next step in your sports betting journey, become a Veasan All Access Pro member. Just go to Veasan.com slash subscribe. Put in your email. Then you'll start to get everything we offer. All the great articles behind the paywall. A live stream of all the Veasan shows. All the best bet picks sent to your email throughout the day. All of our actionable tips and insights, uh, as well as uh, some great content including all of our great DraftKings percentages, which we use to our advantage as data-driven bettors. So again, become a member, beeson.com slash subscribe. Then get on Twitter. Follow me at Josh underscore insights. You can follow the mothership at Vison Live. You can always DM me or shoot me an email, josh at beeson.com. So with that being said, let's talk about our sweats for tonight. First one on the board, let's go to a big Thursday night football showdown, kicking off week 11 in the NFL. Can you believe we're at week 11? The season is absolutely flying by. But anyway, Tennessee Green Bay. So I'm going to tell you why I'm not going to touch the spread, and I'm going to tell you why I'm taking the under. So why am I not touching the spread? Because I think it's kind of a conflicting um, situation here. So on the one hand, fully admit, line's going to Green Bay, guys. The Green Bay Packers open as low as minus one. They've gotten bet up all the way to minus three. Those minus threes are really juiced up like it may even go to three and a half. I actually do see some three and a halves out there. And that's notable because Aaron Rodgers typically is going to be a really public play, but not this year. He's just not playing well. So the Green Bay Packers, believe it or not, are the contrarian play tonight. Green Bay is only getting, uh, across the board, uh, they're getting 43% of bets, but almost 57% of the money. So just from a fade the trendy dog angle, Green Bay kind of looks sharp. But here, and also if you look at Thursday night favorites, uh, historically, Thursday night home favorites, they are 56% ATS. It's also kind of fishy. Why is Green Bay, who's 4-6, and six, favored over Tennessee, who's 6-3? and three? Shouldn't the 6-3 and three team be favored? So I do think there's definitely some respected money Green Bay you know, if you like Green Bay, obviously the Sharps liked it anything below than three or less than three, but that's obviously way gone now at this point. Uh, minus three makes sense. That's going to be your best number, Green Bay. Here's why it's tough for me. Like, it's a contrarian reverse line move on a fade the Trinity dog with Green Bay. Low bets, higher dollars. 
Good Thursday night football trend. Fishy, why is the worst record team favored over the better record team? But here's where it gets difficult. Tennessee matches quite a few systems. If you look at the Tennessee Titans tonight, uh, number one, dogs. Um, if And again, this is the key. If you like Tennessee, make sure you get the hook to three and a half. Uh, a part of me kind of does like the three and a half with Tennessee, but again, it's a public play, and it does look like respect to Money Green Bay. Uh, and again, if you don't have a clear edge one way or the other, easiest thing, just don't touch it. Uh, but if they're three and a half, like painted across the board, that would be the sweet spot. Dogs three and a half or more, 65% ATS this year. Mike Vrabel as a dog, 21 and 12 against the spread, 64%. Primetime dogs, 19 and 11 ATS, 63%. So there's a lot of system matches here on Tennessee as a dog. So again, we have Tennessee matching a lot of betting systems. We have Green Bay with kind of the line move in the fade the trendy dog percentages. So you, you ask me, guys, it's a no bet. I don't have a clear edge either way. Uh, but I would say this. If you like Tennessee, get them plus three and a half. Shop around, make sure you get the hook. If you like Green Bay, make sure you get the three. So here's why. So that's why I'm not going to take the spread. Just I don't have, I have a conflict on both sides. I don't see a clear edge. But I'm going under. I'm going to take a shot on this under. Uh, give me the under 41. This total actually opened at 41 and a half. It's now down to 41. So some clear line movement to the under it is a contrarian play because if you look across the market uh the green bay um uh, total you are getting across the board uh what is it about 55 percent of bets on the over yet the total fell uh so just in terms of a line move to the under a contrarian reverse line move we are we are showing liability under here uh also you look at prime time unders this is really what, what i'm banking on 20 and 10 67 this year uh unders in general are 59 percent this year you also look at the temperature uh, really, it's not really the, the cold that, you know, hurts totals, uh, but it is going to be 25 degrees. It's the wind. So the wind is actually going to blow 10 to 15 miles per hour in Green Bay. So could be an issue here, but windy unders 10 miles per hour or more. They're about 55% historically to the under. Uh, also, you look at Bill Vinovich. Uh, he is the lead ref. He's 60% to the under historically. And you also look at these teams, Tennessee, seven and two to the under, including four and one to the under on the road, Green Bay, six and four to the under. Uh, so we have two under teams. We have under movement. We have a under ref. We have windy under. We have system matches under. We have a reverse line move to the under. And then one other thing that I was looking at uh, was pace of play, basically. So pace is something that we really focus on in you know basketball uh, specifically. But it's something in football that you kind of want to take into account a little bit when you're betting a total. So we kind of ranked it in terms of plays per game. And if you look at Tennessee, they're one of the slowest teams in the NFL. They're only running 56 plays a game. Uh, that is, um, let me double check this. I got the number. That is uh, 31st in the NFL, second uh, slowest in the NFL in terms of plays run. So you run the ball, you chew up the clock, you have less plays, it's less less opportunities to score. Um, and you do have both these teams really not lighting it up this year. They're both averaging about 18 points a game. They're giving up around 20 points a game. You add all up, guys, I feel stronger with my edge to the under than I do with either Green Bay minus three or Tennessee plus three and a half. So my one bet tonight in Thursday Night Football, give me Green Bay under 41. Uh, we're going to take a very, very short break, guys. When we get back, a lot more to get to. That, we have a seven-pack. That's just the first one that we've done. I got two in the NHL tonight, including two NHL futures. Uh, got to uh, hopefully uh, you know strike while the iron's hot with these futures coming in MLB. Let's add a couple more for the NHL. Uh, then I have one bet in the NBA. Hopefully uh, rooting for some points in this one. And then I have three in college basketball. And then I have one to look forward to Saturday night, which is really, really sharp. It was so, so sharp, I went to go put it into my account. I, I split up my finger. I cut my finger. It was bleeding all over the place. It was so sharp. So stay tuned for that in a big hint, hint, Pac-12 showdown. So don't go anywhere, guys. 
Going to finish up strong in episode 704 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast with me, your buddy, your host, the guy you grind and sweat with in the arena approaching betting from a sharp, data-driven, contrarian angle, your buddy, Josh Applebaum. Stick with us, guys. We'll be right back. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Football season is the best time of year to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Get access to hourly pro tips, best bets from VEASAN experts, 
daily articles, power rankings, and expanded digital content and tools to help you become a better better. Just go to vsan.com slash subscribe for more information. All right, everyone, we are back at it on a big thirsty Thursday. Four and five minus 1.77 units last night. Uh, again, it was it's two nights in a row where we start off real hot, big night, and then the late night sweats don't come through for us. That's okay. We'll get it back today. But on a good note, how about those MLB futures coming through? Verlander, Alcantara, Julio Rodriguez, Michael Harris. Nice, nice, nice uh, for our futures there. And I would just give a shout-out to my guy Tim Fraley because uh, I had a couple units on these bets. Tim Fraley had much more than a couple units, so Tim Fraley uh, is, is looking pretty good today. And, Tim, I know your dad's smiling down upon you, so great job with those futures bets. But anyway, guys, we started off today's pod, talked about bets giving, talked about uh, Maryland uh, launching legalized sports betting on the 23rd, uh, mentioned my bet here for Thursday Night Football. I'm on the under 41 with a lot of conflicts here on the spread. But now let's go to the NHL. So NHL, a couple bets for tonight, guys. First one for me. Give me the Florida Panthers. I'm on the Panthers. I uh, got them at minus 180. Uh, the Panthers open around minus 165, and they're now up to minus 180. So we've seen quite a bit of movement here toward Florida. Part of that is uh, backup goalie. Scott Wedgwood is in net. Uh, he's in, in place of Jake Ottinger, who's been pretty damn good this year. So backup goalie Dallas. This would be a uh, home fave with a line move. Done very well this year, 69%. A sweet spot. Big favorite between minus 175 and minus 225. That's 57 and 20, 173% this year. Uh, you also have uh, kind of a tired Dallas club, third game in five days. Meanwhile, Florida is 5-1-1 one, one at home. Dallas is just 2-5 and five as a dog. So once I saw Wedgwood in there, backup goalie, you really saw a bunch of steam hit Florida. So I'm going to ride this Florida team, a team that I, I do like, like to bet on quite a bit. Last time they came through for us, who was it against? I think it was the Washington Capitals. So let's see if we can get it again here. I'm on Florida, minus 180. Good line move, couple system matches, good at home. Dallas bad as a dog, backup goalie. Let's go Panthers, minus 180. Uh, next bet for me, I'm going Winnipeg Jets. Let's go Jets. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Uh, I got Winnipeg at minus 200. This is actually a bet that I talked about uh, in the morning bets pod this morning. Uh, but a couple reasons to like uh, this Winnipeg play. Number one, line movement. They open like minus 180. You're up to minus 200. So that would match that home fave with a line move, 69%. Uh, home favorites, minus 200 or more off a win, are 70% this year. We have a rested off a win system, 66%. Sweet spot, sweet spot big favorites, 73%. Uh, also, rest versus tired. Uh, we have Winnipeg hasn't played since the 13th versus uh, Anaheim Ducks here, who last played on the 15th. Also, Winnipeg is 5-0 and as a favorite, and they're 5-1 and at home. Anaheim just 4-10 as a dog and 2-6-1 and um, on the road. So they've struggled as a dog, struggled on the road. Uh, both teams are averaging about three goals a game, but a massive difference in terms of defense and goaltending. Winnipeg's only giving up 2.4 goals a game. Anaheim's giving up 4.4 goals a game. Literally two more goals a game Anaheim is giving up over Winnipeg. And Connor Hellebuck, who's been pretty damn good this year, uh, he is, I believe, in net tonight, so that is a good thing. So system matches, uh, rest versus tired, good home and good favorite team Winnipeg uh, versus a bad dog and a bad road team with a much better defense. Give me the Winnipeg Jets, minus 200. So those are, those are my only two bets here, Florida minus 180, Winnipeg minus 200. But here are a couple futures to chew on. If you want to put in a couple bets and maybe forget about them, then hopefully you wake up, you know, four, five, six months from now with a couple winners. Uh, first one, the Hart Memorial Trophy. This is the MVP of the NHL. Give me Connor McDavid. I, I got this fresh, uh, fresh batch of data from BetMGM guys, and Connor McDavid is looking pretty damn good. Connor McDavid open plus 300. 
He's down to plus 125. So right off the bat, line movement in his favor. Not great in terms of us missing some value. We're still getting plus money, plus 125. Uh, again, we didn't let, uh, what was it, Alcantara minus 135 deter us or Michael Harris, like plus 105. There's still some plus money here. Uh, so again, I think this is something that you give it a month, two months, three months, and he's going to be a minus number. So McDavid, plus 300 to plus 125. I got down on plus 125, McDavid. He leads the NHL in scoring. He could be having his best career year, basically in terms of what he's on pace for. But what I really like about McDavid is this ticket versus handle percentage. From BetMGM, Connor McDavid's getting 28% of bets, most bets of any player, but he's getting 65% of the money. That is absolutely massive. The only player who even has more than 10% of money is Kale McCarr. That's 14%. But he's getting 22% bets, 14% money. So Kale McCarr, those are basically, if, you're, if your handle or your money is less than your tickets, Tells you that those are basically $5 average Joe bets. Again, McDavid, 29% bets, 65% money with the line move in his favor. So give me Connor McDavid, guys, plus 125. Don't let, you know, hey, it could have gotten a 300. I might as well lay off now. Value's gone. Well, Julio Rodriguez still had value at minus 400. And again, you know what's the most valuable? Actually cashing a ticket. Uh, so give me Connor McDavid, guys, plus 125. I think you might be uh, glad you take this one before you know it. Could be a, a big minus number. Now, the other bet is the Norris Trophy. Uh, so I'm on McDavid, plus 125 to win the Hart, which is the MVP. The Norris Trophy, best defenseman. Give me Kale McCarr. Kale McCarr, uh, open plus 150, still plus 150, but no one else is really even close. The next closest guy is, let's see, uh, Adam Fox and Roman Yossi, like plus 800, Victor Hedman plus 800. So no one's even really close to Kale McCarr. Uh, Kale McCarr doesn't have the line move. But just like uh, McDavid, he's got a great discrepancy. Kel McCarr is only getting 17% of bets, but 55% of the money. A massive, massive low bets, higher dollars bet discrepancy. Uh, again, only at 17% bets. Actually, you have Rasmus Dahlin and Eric Carlson who have like 20% of bets, but they're both only getting like 14% of money. So again, the Dahlin and the Carlson bets are basically average Joe bets. Uh, the Kale McCarr money is the big money here. Uh, so I love that discrepancy, 17% bets, 55% money. Give me Kale McCarr, plus 150. So some futures to file away. We have MVP, Connor McDavid, the Hart Trophy, plus 125, and Kale McCarr, plus 150 to win the Norris. Uh, now over to the NBA. One sweat for you here in the NBA, guys. Give me the over in the Brooklyn Nets Trailblazers game. Uh, this total opened at 220. It's now been bet up to 222. I see some shops even up to 222 and a half. So right off the bat, we've seen money toward this over. Now, one thing that we've noticed, uh, non-conference overs done really, really well this year. If you're two teams from two different conferences, uh, one in the uh, one in the East, one in the West, uh, and you match up, you don't really know each other, no familiarity, you don't really know how to play defense. It's a benefit to the offense. Non-conference overs, which is Nets and Blazers tonight, uh, 60% this year, 42 and 28 to the over, 60%. Uh, we also have um, Brooklyn, number 10 offensively. Offensive efficiency. Uh, Portland is number 12 offensive efficiency. So both teams are top 15 um, offense defense, or sorry, top 15 offenses. We have a total on the rise. We have a non-conference over. Uh, they're both 2-0 to the over their last couple games. And guys, when I watched um, the bet that we won the other night, and it was uh, the Sacramento Kings over, it was 153-121 to 121 over the Brooklyn Nets. When I see this Nets team play defense, they don't play a lick of defense at all. So uh, I know um, Kevin Durant called them out, and maybe you get a better effort out of, out of them tonight. But I'm riding these these Brooklyn Nets overs until the foreseeable future. They just don't play any defense. They get up and down the court. When you don't play D, 
that is a great, great opportunity to hopefully cash an over. So we have a bad defense Nets, two top 15 offenses, non-conference over system match, total on the rise. Give me Nets Blazers over 222. And you may get a 222 and a half right now. It is on the rise. Hopefully you got a 222. If not, 222 and a half. But give me Nets over 222 or 222 and a half. Now over to college basketball. So I'm going to try to institute a new rule, guys. Um, you know, let's not have more than 10 bets tonight. It's difficult for me, especially college basketball, because I'm a volume guy historically. Uh, but also, the more volume you have, and volume just means a lot of bets, um, the more volume you have, the harder it is to overcome the juice and turn a profit. So maybe partly with these great starts is maybe maybe I'm betting too many games, maybe you know, 10, 12 games a night. Let's see if we can whittle it down here. I know tonight I only have a, what was it, a seven-pack for you. So try to get back to our sweet spot. And we were like running hot for like two months straight. I feel like we were having four packs every night uh, or, you know, four, five, six. So uh, I want to try to cut down on these bets. College basketball to me is probably the hardest sport to have discipline with because you wake up today. We got games starting at like 11 a.m. We have like 50 games today. I want to sit, sit down and watch all these games and sweat all these games. So it's really hard. You have to have extra discipline when it comes to betting uh, college basketball. So I, th I think that's really, really important just to mention here. So I could have more, but I just have three, my three favorite plays tonight. First one on the board, give me Towson seven o'clock game. Towson is at NC Greensboro. I've seen a dog to fave line move toward Towson. This reminds me quite a bit like Harvard Harvard last night. And this is why you want to go money line and not lay a one and a half, but give me uh Towson on the money line uh, on the money line. They are, I think I got minus 120. but Towson open as a dog. Uh, plus two, plus one and a half on the road. Now you're minus one, minus one and a half. So a dog to fave line move toward Towson. Um, again, reminds me a lot of Harvard. Now Ken Palm has Towson losing by two, so it's not a Ken Palm edge. But again, the market to me overrides Ken Palm when it turn when it comes to um, basically the wise guys knowing Ken Palm and a million other things that we don't know. So if they like it, there's a reason for it. Um, unless you're like crazy, crazy difference maker, like last night with. Um, uh, with, uh, who was it? Arizona state. I mean, that was just a value play betting against BCU. Cause you were getting five when Ken Palm had him winning. You know, if this is like Towson's minus one and he's got NC Greensboro by two, that's not a huge discrepancy. That's only three and tells me the market is, is higher on Towson than maybe Ken Palm is. Um, so even though Ken Palm's got Towson losing by two, he hasn't ranked much higher 87th in the country versus one Oh three. And then also field goal percentage. Towson's ha has better shooters, knock on wood. Uh, through a few games so far this season, they're shooting 47%. NC Greensboro, Greensboro is only shooting 43%. So you have a dog to fave line move. We have a higher ranked team. Uh, we have the market pretty high here on Towson with this move. A better shooting team, a better ranked team. Give me Towson on the money line, minus 120. Uh, next bet for me. Now this is kind of a Ken Palm value play. Uh, Davidson. I'm going Davidson plus three and a half. You might be able to get, uh, I hope you get a three and a half. You might only get a three. Now, this, I admit, might cause some confusion. College of Charleston, Charleston, who came up huge for us the other night, 92 to 90. Remember that one that was really sharp against Richmond? I don't know what it is. Maybe the syndicate likes Charleston again here. Uh, but Charleston, uh, this game opened at pretty much a pick em. Uh I even saw one shop. I think it was minus one Davidson. Maybe it was always around a pick em. But now you have Charleston up to minus three, minus three and a half. Now, why is that notable? Because, woo, 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 Maureen Chase, Ken Palm, has Davidson winning the damn game by two points. So Ken Palm has Davidson winning by two, and we're getting a three and a half. Now that's value. That's a much bigger discrepancy than the game we just talked about, Towson NC Greensboro, which was like a three-point three, three discrepancy. If you're getting a team to win by two and you're getting three and a half, that is a five and a half point discrepancy here. So shop around. 
again, I see some three and a halfs out there. Try to get it if you can before it falls. Hopefully the pod gets out in time. If not, I'll grab a three. But Davidson plus three and a half. Ken Palm's got him winning by two. He's got him ranked much higher, 110 in the country versus 177. Uh, both teams are scoring a ton, 88 points a game. You can tell this total is absolutely skyrocketed, like 160 up, excuse me, up to like 165 and a half. Uh, but they both score a lot, but much better defense for Davidson. They're only giving up 77 points a game versus 90 points a game for Charleston. Also field goal percentage, better shooting team. They're shooting 48% Davidson, Steph Curry's alma mater, versus just uh, 46% for Charleston. Uh, also rest advantage, Davidson last played the 13th, whereas Charleston played on the 14th. Remember we won that game, what was that, Monday night. So fully admit, move to Charleston, but at this point, I think there's a lot of value. It almost reminds me a little bit of Arizona State. Uh, for, for last night. Basically, Davidson is in the spot Arizona State was in. So I am on Davidson, plus three and a half. Try to find the hook if you can. If not, I'll take a plus three. Uh, last play of the night for me in college hoops. Uh, let me find it for you. Da, 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 da. Uh, Utah and Sam Houston State, uh, nine o'clock game. Give me the over in this game. It's a very low bet game. Public didn't wake up today saying, you know what? I got to bet Sam Houston State and Utah. No, no, no. They're on college uh Football. I didn't even mention the college football game tonight. Uh, I was leaning maybe the plus three and a half SMU. It looks like it's coming back a little bit, but it was basically a no bet for me. Uh, but in terms of college basketball, again, no one's waking up, you know, dying to bet Sam Houston State, Utah. So it's a very low bet game, but I noticed some respected money hitting this over. So I'm going to go over, over 131 and a half. Sam Houston State, Utah it opened at 130 and a half. So right off the bat, it rose a full point there in favor of the over. Uh, Ken Palm has a 133. So not a huge edge, but, you know, the line is moving toward the Ken Palm number. What I like is the pace of these teams. Uh, Utah and Sam Houston are both around a 70 pace uh, tempo, basically. So they get up and down the court. They score quite a bit uh, or more possessions, more opportunities to score. So that one just jumped out to me as a really low bet game with a slight Ken Palm edge that is on the rise and the line is moving toward the Ken Palm number. So hopefully we get some points in this one. Give me Utah, Sam Houston State over 131 and a half. So our three bets in college tonight, Towson Moneyline minus 120, Davidson plus three or plus three and a half. Uh, try to find the look if you can. And Utah over 131 and a half. Now I, I told you that I did have a, uh, a really good college football bet that caught my eye. Um, and I guess you can call it good or bad depending on if it comes through for us, but it looks pretty damn sharp. Uh, Utah and Oregon, big Pac-12 showdown here. This one really caught my eye. Give me Utah on the money line. Shop around. I got Utah at minus 125. Now, why do I like Utah? Because it is, number one, uh, a dog-to-fave line move. Oregon actually opened at home as a two-and-a-half-point favorite. We've now flipped to Utah minus two. So huge, plus two-and-a-half to minus two, dog-to-fave line move. Uh, you also have a really good bet discrepancy here. Utah is only getting 37% of bets, but 63% of the money. So basically, the public's on Oregon. If the public's on Oregon, they open minus two, minus two-and-a-half, minus, I even see an opener here of three. Uh, it's probably more like two-and-a-half, basically. But if everyone's betting Oregon at home, primetime game, then why are the books moving the number to Utah? Give it, like Think of it this way. The public likes Oregon in those cool uniforms laying two and a half or three. They love them even more getting to. But why are the books handing out a better number to betters on Oregon when they're already on Oregon to begin with? So that tells me respective money on Utah. Uh, I love that this is a 10.30 p.m. Eastern time game Saturday night, so it's a really heavily bet primetime game. This is kind of the late game that public typically chases on. If you're having a bad day, you double down, triple down on Oregon to try to get it all back. P.S. Do not do that. Every every game, flat betting one unit. Uh, never chase and never get too high, never get too low. You guys know the drill. But anyway, only 
in a heavily bet game. Even if this was still, you know, Oregon minus three, Utah is contrarian in a heavily bet game. Also, Utah has had the number of Oregon. I remember they beat them last year in that. Uh, I don't. It wasn't a playoff game, but it was maybe it was the Pac-12 championships. Or I forget what it was. It was toward the late late end of the season. And I remember because I took Oregon plus the points. Or sorry, I took Utah plus the points, and they went outright. So hopefully they have Oregon's number. Uh, but dog to fave line move like you read about. And the beauty of it, they're only getting 37% of bets. Also have another betting system here. Uh, when two ranked teams face off, take the favorite. It's 55% historically, last decade. So that would match here with Utah. So give me the Utes. The Utes at minus 125, 10.30 p.m. college football Saturday night. That about does it for today's VEASAN uh, Market Insights podcast, episode 704. Reminder, if you enjoy the podcast, if it's helped you cash some bets, if you're also hopefully tuning in and listening to um, the Morning Bets podcast, uh, if the pods have helped you to become a sharper better, to kind of you know walk through and think through numbers and not just bet based on gut instinct and bias, but actually have a, a valid uh, data-driven approach, looking at percentages, line moves, system matches, betting, uh, you know, um, you know, different angles here from a data standpoint. If the pod has helped you at all to become a better better, and you want to make my day, let me know you appreciate. Uh, and again, Thanksgiving is coming up soon. If anyone's thankful for your boy grinding every day, uh, the sharp contrarian philosophy, then I ask one thing of you: buy my book. Go to Amazon.com, type in the Everything Guide to Sports Betting, buy a copy, support the team, make me happy. It's got everything I've learned in the industry, how lines are set, how and why they move, how to read line movement, how to locate sharp action, how to place a bet in person or online, how to shop for the best line, all included in my book, The Everything Guide to Sports Betting. So if you want to pick one up, it would really mean a lot to me, guys. And again, stocking stuffer, I got to admit, it makes a pretty good stocking stuffer. Uh, but that about does it for today's um, VEASAN uh, Market Insights podcast, episode 704. Yes, we are fully into the 700 club at this point. Uh, but anyway, guys, uh, my parting words as always. Stay sharp. Stay contrarian. Bet against the public. Place yourself on the side of the house. Always be with the smart money. Never against it. Will smart money win every time? Of course not. But if you play that long game, we find those games that fit our, our model, our angle. Against the public, with the house, with the pros, flat bet, avoid parlays, get some closing line value. If we can do that, we're going to be okay long term. So whether I see you at the Borgata, in Atlantic City, Twin River, in Rhode Island, the Brook of New Hampshire, Foxwoods, or Mohegan Sun down in Connecticut, breaking hail records every day in the great state of New York. Before you know it, uh, Massachusetts will, will be going legal. I know uh, Maryland, uh, we're going to have to have to add uh, Maryland here to our little spiel at the end of the pod because pretty soon Maryland's going to go legal, as we mentioned, on the 23rd, just, what, six days from now. Uh, but before you know it, we'll be sweating games with Julian Edelman and, uh, and Ben Affleck and J-Lo in Boston at the Encore Casino. Uh, or out in the desert where the true grinders get down, where Billy Walter sends his number runners, where the lowest juice possible is found the South Point, or at Stadium Swim, sweating sharp contrarian plays with Stormy and the crew, getting a victory burger hanging by the mega book in front of the big screen, or the Mandalay Bay, or the Superbook, wherever it may be. You're going to walk up to me. You're going to show me a couple of good winners from last night. How about Miami, Ohio? Coming up absolutely bigly in college football. Arizona State as a Ken Palm sound the alarm. Harvard, that's why you money line. Texas, bigly, hook them. But you know what, guys? Uh, even though it was down a little bit from the podcast last night, it was a good night overall because of those MLB futures. Flash me a Verlander ticket, Cy Young, an Alcantara ticket, Cy Young, Julio Rodriguez, Rookie of the Year, and a Michael Harris, Rookie of the Year. Again, hopefully you all made some money off those. You probably didn't make as much as Tim Fraley. Drinks on Tim Fraley because uh, uh, he showed me his, his ticket. Let's just say Tim Fraley is a lot richer today than he was yesterday, but uh, well-deserved, my, my guy. Anyway, guys, have a great day. Good luck. Uh, and as always, hopefully uh, we can cash some tickets. And don't forget to tip your ticket writer. Enjoy the sweats. Have a great thirsty Thursday. We'll be back at it tomorrow for some Fade the Public Friday. And don't uh, don't worry. 
I got some biting plays for you. Uh, hopefully we can uh, continue to grind in biting, uh, as, uh, as, we, as we like to call it. And I love it when I get some DMs. Like, what do you got for biting? Like, why the, why the hell? What is wrong with you? Why do you say biting? Uh, so if you don't know, you know I'll, I'll give you a reminder tomorrow. But have a great day, guys. Good luck. Enjoy your Thursday. Let's see if we can cash some tickets. Good luck, everybody. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.